Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Rivers of Living Waters broadcast this morning. Happy New Year to all of you that I haven't seen or talked to since last year. Uh, I greet you in the precious name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So glad to be in the studios of Heavenly Host International Radio under our direction of our precious Apostle Hosea McGill. Praise so glad to be in the new year with God is doing a lot of speaking and Yes, we're fasting and praying, but I tell you, the Lord is doing a lot of speaking. And for you that say, oh, well, I can't hear from God, I, I say two things. Amen. Either uh, you, 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 you haven't put away time in the prayer closet to hear from God, or God is speaking to you and you don't want to do what he say. Mm -hmm. Amen. Because uh, I talk to a lot of people, and uh, some of them say, well, you know, uh, I, I can't hear from God. And, uh, and I had, had to tell them because I know they've heard from God. But I say, if God did tell you what to do, would you do it? That's my question. And then they look, yeah, I say, yeah, he told you what to do. But it's the fact that are you going to do it? That's what the fast is about. The fast is not just, well, I'm not eating, I'm not drinking, uh, I'm not on sugar, uh, I, I, I'm not going to watch a bunch of TV and this, that, and the other. That's all right. But the Lord is saying it's what you receive in the fast from his mouth. Are you going to obey it? And it's not always... Because you shut down this, that you can hear my voice. A lot of you hear my voice by the Spirit, and you have to make a decision at that point. Uh, I was dealing with Isaiah 58, and uh, the Lord was telling me, uh, this is the fast that I want, you know. Uh, he said, is it such a fast? I'm just going to read this, and we're going to get to our scripture. Is it such a fast that I have chosen a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush? Uh-huh. And to spread sackcloth. Amen. And ashes unto him. And the question is, will thou call this a fast, an acceptable day to the Lord, or a day of an acceptance or favor? It's the Hebrew rat song. Is it a day that we hear the will of God? Uh, and then verse 6 says, Is not this the fast that I have chosen? See, this is where we have to put down what we feel ought to be a fast and take up what God says is a fast unto him. It's not this the fast that I have chosen. You know, 
for the Lord is righteous in all his works, which he doeth. So he said, I'm choosing uh, this fast to loose the bands of wickedness. In other words, restoration of your neighbor's land if you got it Ill, illegally. Um, their vineyard, olive houses, money gotten illegally. Uh, things that you have exacted on people or ex, um, stored it from people, unlawfully did to people. He said, this is the fast I'm talking about. Understand? <laughs> Your ill-gotten things, the things that you've used people about. This is the fast that I want. And he said, to undo the heavy burden, uh, to behave, to watch how you behave yourself. Do you understand that a lot of times people that we say uh, are watching us and we're supposed to be the royal priesthood, a holy nation, the things that we do, you know, and what people see us doing, that if they don't know any better, they'll think that's the way of the Lord when it's not of God at all. Your actions and some of the things that you do and say, you know, to the children that don't really know right from wrong, you're an example to them. Amen? And they'll think this is the way it's done and it's not of God at all. I always say if it doesn't point to God, it's not of God. <coughs> Amen. <coughs> if it point to anything other than God, it's not of God. It's, it opposes God. It, it exalts itself against God. It has to point to Jesus. If they're not pointing you to Jesus, they're pointing you to uh, an idol or the ungodly. And to let the oppressed go free exploitation he said in the workplace uh, uh, binding people in various ways because maybe they don't do what you want them to do and then you don't speak to them or you teach you talk to them brutally and he said this is what I'm talking about <laughs> if you want to just talk about a fast uh, and you you want to cover yourself in sackcloth he said, I want you to cry mightily to me and not only hear what I'm saying, because I'm going to speak during this fast. I'm going to speak to you. And when I speak to you, I want you to be a doer of it. When you come out to fast, don't let it be uh, business as it was. When you find out what I want in this fast, I want you to repent. I want you to change. And I want you to Go in the way that I have shown you. Don't just say, oh, well, now I can eat sugar and I, I can drink coffee now because the fast is over. I can watch my favorite TV program. Some of them programs you don't need to watch anymore. When the fast is over, we have an obligation to obey what we have learned or heard or been imparted to from the Lord during the fast. We need to now make it a part of our life, our lifestyles. And what he said to cut off and let go and don't do anymore. When you come out to fast, that's part of your behavior now. He said it's about behavior when it comes down to fasting and praying. Like when 
in Nineveh, when Jonah had to go to Nineveh, uh, and, and and they had to see what he looked like after he came out of that whale, that, that fish belly. Do you know he was with all them enzymes and everything? His skin was all bleached and he looked like, <laughs> I don't know what. Because he made Nineveh's three-day journey in one day. He went directly to Nineveh out of the fish's belly. And he preached, and the power of God fell over Nineveh. Until the people and the king, they were moved and shaken to the core. And everybody went on the fast. Even the animals. He don't get the animals nothing to eat, nothing to drink. Everybody go down and... Uh, uh, sackcloth and ashes and cried mightily unto the Lord. Because he said, if you don't get, Jonah told him, you don't get right, Nineveh is going to be destroyed. Alright. And they did horrible things. Worse than, they did worse things to Israel than Hamas did to Jeru to the Israelis. They, they, they were descendants of that bloodline. Uh, Amalekites, you know, that that totally brutally uh, did Israel, and that's why Jonah didn't want to go and preach to him because he knew God was merciful and was going to have mercy. And and he, but the Lord had a good point in why he said these people don't know their right hand from their left hand. He destroyed Nineveh a hundred and fifty years later, or wipe them off the face of the map. He he left himself or not without a witness. He didn't leave himself without a witness. Ever merciful and full of compassion. And when we start praying in Jerusalem, praying against their enemies or whatever, <clears throat> even your enemies, he said to love your enemies, do good that they will turn from their wicked ways and God can have mercy on them. Pray that they'll repent and come away from their wicked ways because God is he's, he delights in mercy he doesn't want anybody to perish but all to come to repentance to turn turn from what you're doing and go in the right way go in the way of truth the way that preserves life that's what God is that's who he is and uh, even though we might be angry like like Moses was angry with the people in the uh in, in in the church in the wilderness. But God wasn't angry. Moses was angry. And he called them rebels and, and hit the rock twice. And water still came out, even though God had told Moses to speak to the rock. Moses hit that rock and that was against protocol. Because that rock was Christ. And that meant that God is not going to crucify Christ a second time. And that cost him his life in the promised land. Because he got angry. Yes, be angry but sin not. Yes, you're going to come into a lot of things in the new year. That's going to make you angry. <clears throat> that you're going to think is unfair, it's not right. But don't retaliate. Don't get involved. Commit your cause unto him that judge righteously. Commit it unto the Lord. But you be harmless as a dove. Pray for them. Amen. Don't 
uh, treat them badly or I ain't speaking or anything. No, show the love of God because vengeance belongs to the Lord, not you. That's one of the things that belong to the Lord, vengeance. And, and if we take the vengeance out on people, we render that death penalty. Because the, the things that belong to God, if we put our hands on them, we render the death penalty. <laughs> Eventually, it's going to lead to disaster or destruction for us. He said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. That belongs to the Lord, not you. And so... <clears throat> When we're doing our fasting this month, let's keep our ears open. God has some things that is going to bless you and your family for the rest of the year and uh, keep you out of danger or prevent things that would have happened, they won't happen anymore. Uh, so while we're fasting and seeking them, the mind of God, the word of God, a word from the Lord. Let us be humble. Let us humble ourselves under his mighty hand, the hand of God, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, pastor, teacher. Amen. His representative uh, offices that he placed on the earth. And, <clears throat> and in his sight. Humble ourselves. Draw nigh to God. And you won't have to do so much. Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. If you draw nigh to God, all you got to do is resist him and he'll flee. But you got to draw nigh to God. This is what is the key to all of 2024. Above all things. Draw nigh to God. Come closer to him than you've ever been before. Seek him as never before. 2024 is going to be a rough year. For those that don't know God. For those that are close and calling upon him, seeking him daily, uh, watching daily at his gates, waiting at the post of his doors, he's going to protect you. No plague will come nigh your dwelling. A thousand will fall at your side. Ten thousand at your right hand. But it will not come nigh thee. He will deliver you from the snares of the fowler. The noisome pestilence. Amen. The arrows that fly by day. The terror that walketh by night. Amen. He's able, more than able. So, let's go back to 1 Timothy. Thank you. We'll get, maybe if the Lord says so, we'll get more into the fasting. Uh, because many people go into uh, uh, the fast for a whole month of January. So, uh, beginning of the year, a lot of the body of Christ everywhere, local assemblies, are fasting and praying and getting insight for uh, their congregation uh, for 2024. And he gave me Isaiah 59 and 1. He wants you to know. As a matter of fact, he gave it to me yesterday. The Lord's arm is not short 
that it cannot save. Neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. When you say, I can't hear from God, God's arm is not short. His ear is not heavy. It's your sins and iniquities that separate you. The things that you're focusing on that are not of God. That is what causes you not to be able to hear what the Spirit is saying. You're focused in on another God. You're hearing what they're saying. Mm -hmm. But uh, God has always said, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to every man. I mean, any man. He didn't say born again or not. He said give to every man, liberally, copiously, abundantly. And he will hold it back. He even said, wisdom is the principal thing. With all of your getting, get wisdom. And with all of your getting of the wisdom, get understanding. Amen. Let's turn to first, let's go back to uh, First Timothy uh, 6. <clears throat> and I think we're going to start at uh, 9. That's pretty much where we left off on last year. I want to bring out some more things about that because there are some crucial things that I need uh, to bring out because if I had known this when I was coming up during my child, rearing my children, a lot of things wouldn't have happened to my family. Uh, but... What what grieves me so is the as a lot of our preachers and teachers and pastors and evangelists and and apostles and prophets and teachers are really not preaching the word. They're not preaching the gospel. Not all of them, but a lot of them are not. They're into hype. They're into propaganda. They're into the. Uh, Lust of other things, deceitfulness of riches, cares of the world. That's not the gospel. The gospel is 1 Corinthians 15. Let's just go there just to get a foundation so you know what the gospel is really about. And this is what we're supposed to be uh, preaching for those of you that don't know it. We say preach the gospel, preach the gospel. But we have a perfect example of what the gospel of Jesus Christ is in 1 Corinthians 15. Let's start at 1. <clears throat> Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received and wherein you stand. Which you have received and wherein you stand. The gospel. By which also ye are saved. If you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. Verse 3. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins. That's the gospel. According to the scriptures. Verse 4. And that he was buried. That's the gospel. And that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Amen. If you want to know what 2 Timothy 4 and 2 is saying. He said preach the gospel. Praise God. And it says here in verse 2. 
I'm sorry, First Timothy. I mean, I mean, I mean, Second Timothy. I'm in First Timothy. Second <laughs> Timothy four and two. Preach the word. Uh, a lot of times, people when they're trying to exhort or minister and everything, they're talking about everything else, and there's no anointing on it. If you want the anointing to be on what you say when it comes out of your mouth, you have to preach the word, the word of God. The anointing is on the word of God. If you want yokes to be destroyed and burdens to be removed, you got to use the word of God. Not your own thinking or your own understanding or what you've heard somebody say. You have to preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort. With all long suffering and doctrine. You got to reprove some people. Rebuke them. And I know they don't like it. You got to reprove or uh, uh, rebuke or correct them. All right? They think that they're on, they're, they think that they're on something, and in fact, they're not. They don't know that they're not. And you, which are spiritual, you need to restore them in the spirit of meekness. First Timothy 6 and 9. <clears throat> but they that will be rich, uh, a compulsive, greedy longing for wealth, uh, eagerly design, desiring, or who want to have a lot of money, fall. That word needs to be underlined. You're going to fall. If you got a covetousness, craving, for being rich, you're about to fall. You fall into temptation and a snare. And I want to go back over this. This money, <clears throat> the love of it is the root of all evil. You know why? Because the devil got his spirits all over that money. Mm -hmm. And you going after and you running into a whole host of spirits of various kinds. It says... Uh, you lay yourself open to all sorts of silly and wicked desires which are quite capable of utterly ruining and destroying your soul. Many times those spirits that's around that silver and gold will make you evil-minded. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that, did you? Mm-hmm. Uh, it begins to do all kinds... You begin to soon do all kind of wrong things to get money. You say, oh, no, no. Yes, you will. Some of the spirits that going to talk to your mind when you uh, are by yourself sometime are going to make you think that those are your thoughts. And there's demonic spirits talking to you. And making you think that this is what you think. And it's not. They're speaking to your mind. And if you don't know this, this is what I'm saying. When I was coming up through the ranks, nobody preacher told us these things about that powers will influence you to do evil. They didn't know nothing about it themselves. They didn't know about principality. They were quoted, but they didn't know what they did or, or, or what region they were over and how they could even be in the church. And how they can speak to you. And how you can bring that very same thing into your house. And it affect your kids. And they'll be speaking to your children. And your children are not 
mature enough to know that those are not their thoughts. And so they'll begin to start believing and doing what they hear these, these demonic princes talking to them about. But we're, as the mature body of Christ, we're supposed to know the word and, 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 and cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We're supposed to at least know the word enough that when these thoughts come to our mind, we'll know that they're not of God and we don't have to follow and do those things. But a lot of people in the body of Christ have not matured to that fact. They will hear things going on in their mind, speeches and stuff like that, and they'll believe it. Instead of going to uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 10, talking about how to use your warfare. 1 Corinthians 10. 2 Corinthians 10. For those of you that have your Bibles. You need to write this one down in stone. <clears throat> and 3. 2 Corinthians 10 and 3. 4. Though we walk in the flesh... We do not war after the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. See, understand, body of Christ, but mighty or godlike. Our weapons are godlike through God to the pulling down of strongholds. In verse 5, we need to uh, put on our refrigerator, in our bathroom window, on our door as we leave the house, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. If it's not the word of God, cast it down. Don't listen to it. Don't follow it. Don't believe it. Amen? And bring every, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. In other words, if it come back again, do the same thing. Be ready to revenge it. Be ready to cast it down. Don't entertain it. Don't entertain lust of the flesh. Don't entertain it when it wants you to do things that are not of God. Don't entertain it. Bring the word of God, your God-like weapon to the situation. Or you will never be victorious. You're going to always be sacked if you don't operate the weapons of God. He gave them to you for you. And I wish that people had taught this to me when I was coming up because I'm going to just give you an example. You know, when we're coming up, we want to give our children everything and the most popular things. And, you know, I'm all in the world and everything. And so I saw, I bought my daughter Thriller by Michael Jackson. I bought her uh, all of these things from uh, Wonder Woman. And she had all of the garb, you know. Little did I know that there were spirits attached to those things. Yes, they were. And I brought them in my house and put them on my daughter. And I remember... The, uh, the Wonder Woman had a little booklet or something where they would chant various things. And I remember my daughter hearing her 
uh, uh, at one time, Almighty Isis. You know, she was chanting what was in that Wonder Woman's thing. And it was like a chant. I didn't know. I didn't realize what was going on. But I remember her saying the words, and then at the end, she would call this God, Almighty Isis. Oh my. And, and I'm in the church. Go, it went in one ear and out the other. I did not realize that my daughter was being possessed. And I just want to say here, this is what the Holy Spirit said about that. Is that, you remember we talked about Gehazi receiving the leprosy that was upon Naaman the Syrian. And that it attached to his children forever. And, 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 and the Lord said here, on these little papers is what the Lord tells me. He said, be careful of what comes into your house. When you find your children being worldly, disobedient, and you've been tired of teaching the word, you've been taking them to church, you've been praying with them and stuff like that, but yet and still you got your foot in the world and you bringing all kind of stuff into your house that you don't know nothing about. Like Kwanzaa. What do we know about Kwanzaa? What God is behind Kwanzaa? And here we're practicing these rituals. That's a form of worship, don't you know that? Or uh, 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 the 4th, uh, not the 4th of July, but uh, uh, Valentine's Day. It, that's the goddess Venus. And we're bringing these things into our houses. And, and, and this one, Juneteenth, what's the, these things, God's attached themselves to these things. And we're ignorant and supposed to be known. We will bring them right at your house. And he said, when you find your children being worldly, disobedient, promiscuous. I know some people that are telling me they can't even stop their daughters from having sex. They got them dressed up like prostitutes and everything. They're seducing men, having sex, out of wedlock and everything. And they can't seem to stop their daughters from having Homosexual. Being homosexual, satanic things. I was listening to one lady. She said all of a sudden now uh, one of the members of her household is worshiping some kind of God mm. other than Jehovah. And she said all of a sudden. Now, it's nothing for her to follow every type of uh, holiday or anything and, and spend her money on their paraphernalia and bring it into her house. And then she's talking, now she's seeing one of her family members going after some strange God. Mm. Uh, and uh, uh, the question is, what have you brought into your house lately? Uh, these spirits attach to the accursed thing. They attach to... If you go out there and say you buy Kwanzaa candles, six spirits attached to them candles. Hmm. Oh no, how do you know they're not attached to them? Don't come here with Don't start, that it won't be nothing now. I hear y'all. Oh, how do you know? 
Because the Bible said it was. The Bible tells you that uh, that it's in, in Deuteronomy 7. It tells us. Amen. About the accursed thing. Deuteronomy 7 and 25. It tells us about that accursed thing. Let's see, where is it? <clears throat> Neither shall thou bring an abomination into thine house, lest thou be a cursed thing like it. What do we know? I mean, what do we know about Kwanzaa? What do I know? I know nothing about it. I don't know who's the origin, who's the originator, what God is behind it? Because they're doing chanting things. They're doing various rituals unto this Kwanzaa thing. Juneteenth, you're going out buying paraphernalia that got Juneteenth. Where did that come from? Where? There's a source for every. We, talk about, we talked about that root in 1 Timothy 6 and 10. That the love of money is the root. Yeah. The root of all evil. So we just blindly, without thinking, without asking God, without going to God about these things, we just go and, and, and spending your money on these objects is a form of worship. It's a, it's a form of, of uh, serving those gods. Mm-hmm. And he told us that we shall not bow down, we shall not serve other gods. Exodus 20. Should not be making images. We're making images of ourselves. And I, I, I was watching one thing, the person made a, a, a portrait of themselves dressed in black in, in this very seductive pose. And the Bible tells us in Exodus 20 not to make any type of image of anything in heaven, on the earth, or beneath the earth. Don't make any type of image. And here we go. These spirits attached to the accursed thing will turn away your sons and daughters from following me, the Lord, and make them to serve other gods. How? By speaking to their minds and their thoughts of your children who are not mature enough to distinguish that those, are, that those thoughts are not theirs but are words from the enemy. And we just, oh, well, ain't nothing wrong. I don't see nothing wrong with it. That's because you are not walking in the spirit. You're still walking in the natural. And it's glamorous. It's attractive to you. You know, it's what everybody's doing. But let me show you something. Uh, when Elijah, <clears throat> let's go to 2 Kings 5, 16. When Naaman came to Elijah, uh, he wanted Elijah to rid him of the leprosy. And so he got a big train, got a lot of money and everything, and went to Elijah. 
But in Second uh, Kings five and, and sixteen, well, let's go go up here to let's go to Second Kings five and eight. Second Kings five and eight. And it was so when Elijah, the man of God, had heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes, that he sent to the king, saying, Why hast thou rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elijah. Watch this. He stood at the door of the house of Elijah. Remember, God said, Don't bring this stuff into your house now. Now watch what Elijah did. <clears throat> Verse 10. And Elijah sent a messenger unto him, saying, Elijah didn't even go and meet him at the door. Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. Naaman got mad. He was wroth and went away and said, Behold, I thought he would surely come out to me. Hmm? And stand and call on the name of the Lord, his God, and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. See, Elijah didn't even let him in his house. And then 16 said, he offered Elijah money, but watch what Elijah said. But he said, as the Lord liveth before whom I stand, I will receive none. And he urged him to take it, but he refused. The prophet wouldn't even let the, let the man in his house, yeah. nor take anything from him. Because he knew that the word of the Lord says uh, in Deuteronomy 7 and 1. Let's go there. Hallelujah. Yeah. Deuteronomy 7 and 1. Body of Christ, I'm telling you these things because nobody told me these things when I came up. And I fell into many foolish and hurtful lusts that almost drowned me in perdition and utter loss. My daughter turned out to be something, I, I mean, one of the worst things I ever seen. Kept me praying and calling on the name of the Lord. And no, I'm not ashamed to tell it. I'm not ashamed to tell her I was foolish. I was disobedient. And you're going to pay a, 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 a high price for your disobedience when it comes down to your children. Watch this. Deuteronomy 7.1. When the Lord thy God shall bring thee into the land whither thou goest to possess it, and has cast out many nations before thee, the Hittites, the Girgashites, Amorites, Canaanite, Perizzite, Hivites, and Jebusites. These are people that are not born again. Seven nations greater and mightier than thyself. And when the Lord thy God shall deliver them before thee, thou shalt smite them. You shall slap them or smite them. Don't have nothing to do with them. See, I hear a lot of saying, well, ain't what's wrong with that? Ain't nothing wrong. He said, smite them. Thou shalt smite them. 
and utterly destroy them. Thou shalt make no covenant, no agreement, yeah. no treaty, That's no right. pact with them. I wish somebody had told me this when I was raising my child. Some pastor or fivefold ministry make no covenant with me. I had read it, but it never registered. Mm-hmm. Praise God. No agreement. You show them no mercy. And I, some people I've had to clock, they, they want me to feel pity for them. I don't feel no pity for you. You got no business over in their realm, their field, on their territory. Yeah. Come out from among them, saith the Lord. Be ye separate. Touch not the unclean thing. Come out of her, my people. Come out of Babylon. I ain't got no pity. Yeah. Neither shall thou make marriages with them. And that's the worst thing. Let's. Uh, I want to turn to Genesis. Make, we marry these devils. I married one. Because the saints was telling me to get married. Because I, I guess I was doing wrong. Fornication. And to cover up the fornication. Get married to the devil. Mm. Married the devil. And oh my Lord. You talk about trouble. An unequal yoke. What fellowship have Christ with the devil? None. Mm. It's going to be a constant conflict and fighting and nothing's going to go. It's not going to go yeah. smooth. It's going to be always uh, uh, back and forth. The, the flesh against the spirit. The spirit against the flesh. It's a war. Watch this. Neither shall thou make marriages with them. Thy daughters thou shalt not give unto his son, nor his daughter shalt thou take unto thy son. For why? For they will turn away thy son, daughter, from following me. They will make their, your children serve other gods, and they're going to bring them devils right in the house where you at. And they're going to be a constant war. Until you get them out of there. That's why I tell my family, honey, I got them out. And as for me and my house, we're going to serve the yeah. Lord. Uh-uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Look, can I, I don't have no place to stay. Uh, 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 uh. Can I come and live in your house? And you ain't serving God, don't want to serve God. You want to party. You want to be immoral. You want to take drugs. You don't want to go to school. You don't want to get a job, but you want to come in my house. <laughs> and you know what I wound up at and I don't feel sorry for them the homeless shelter that's where you belong oh you let your yeah they went right down there to Norma Hurt mm -hmm. exactly I gave them enough word prayer teaching to choke an elephant do you understand and they were not illiterate they chose to serve the devil. I was a poor example to them. But, nevertheless, I had the same plight, but I got my act together. Yeah. I changed and repented and said, Lord, I'm going to serve you. They have the same opportunity. Yeah. They can't blame, well, your mama did not. Uh -uh, no. Uh. A whole lot of things I saw 
But I chose to serve the Lord. As for me and my house, I'm not going to take them devils in my house. I'm not going to spend my money on them. I'm not going to go to visit them at the theater and the clubs. Mm-mm, no. No. Mm -mm. Let's turn to Genesis. When he tell them not to marry these folk, let's go to Genesis yeah. 19. <coughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Genesis 19. I want you to, well, let's start at 1310. Let's go there first. We're going to see the father first, and then we're going to see the siblings next. Genesis 13 and 10. As you remember, God told Abraham to get thee out of his country and away from his kindred to a land that he would show them. He didn't tell him to take Lot with him, but he did. So the Lord blessed them, and they had all these cattle, and they had so much cattle and everything. They were overgrazing uh, the land, and it wasn't enough for both of them to stay in the same land. So Abraham said, Lot, you go to the right, I'll go to the left. If you go to the left, I'll go to the right. And Lot, who wasn't even invited by God. See, this is what I'm telling you. The people that God ain't, you done took upon yourself to help, and God ain't told you to help them. They're going to take the best of everything from you. Watch this. Uh, 13 and 10. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. See, if Lot hadn't have been with him, he wouldn't have even seen that it, the, the Jordan well watered. That would have been all for Abraham. So you remember many times when God tells you to do something, don't feel sorry for some of your relatives and you want to bring them along with them because, see, some, some of them are going to be pricks in your side, in your eyes and thorns in your flesh and they're going to take the best I know what I'm talking about I'm not just beating the air I'm talking from experience they're going to take the best of what God is going to give to you and leave you with some old ate up land that you're going to have to cultivate in order to feed your cattle mm -hmm. and Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest into Zoar. Go to 13. I want you to look at that. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. May I have your attention, please? Did you hear me say that the men of Sodom were wicked sinners? That's where Lot's sons-in-law, those were his sons-in-laws, the men of Sodom. He took, he took, because he's so greedy, looking at the, the land with all of his lushness and everything, and it's well watered, and you, you know, uh, anything, he should have talked it over with Abraham, say, Abraham, let's see what we could do about, you know, us getting into a land where both our cattle can be fed. No, he he chose the best part and left 
left Abraham with the land all chewed up. And he went, pitched his tent towards Sodom, according to uh, Genesis 13 and 12. Lord Lot pitched his tent towards Sodom. Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. See, <clears throat> Lot only had two daughters. So if they were to get married, they would have to marry some of these men in Sodom and Gomorrah. And that's exactly what they did. Uh, and let's go to 19 and 14. When Lot was told by those angels that they were going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, of course, he goes and wants to save his household. Look at verse 19 and 14 of Genesis. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. Now watch these. These are, these are men of Sodom, wicked sinners. Okay? But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons. In other words, they laughed at him. They scoffed him. You know, they made sport of it. These were men of Belial. I don't know why, what was in Lot's mind when he left Abraham to go to a place with wicked sinners in it. And then bring his kids in there. And, and, and they marry these folks. When the Lord said, don't marry, don't make marriages with them. Because they will turn your uh, sons and daughters away from the Lord. They will do that. Now, you want to see evidence of how Lot's daughters, his son-in-laws, turned his daughters from following the Lord? Let's go down to 31. 19 and 31. And the firstborn said, this is his firstborn daughter, unto the younger daughter, Our father is old, and there is not a man in the earth to come in unto us. Now, you see this here? Look where her mind at. After the manner of all the earth. Watch this. Come, let us make our father drink wine. See this here? And we will lie with him that we may preserve seed of our father. Do you see, where did the idea of incest come from? It came from Sodom and Gomorrah that had wicked sinners exceedingly. That's where they got that idea to sleep with their daddy. Mm -hmm. Incest. And they both had babies, Moab and Ammon. All of them were enemies against Israel. See, it's, it's nothing good going to come out of an unequal yoke at all. It's going to always be trouble, trouble, trouble. If, if you get involved with uh, uh, the ungodly and people that hate God, it's going to always be a mess. And then you're doing it because you're loving something. The love of Wanting to have the best land, you know, a well-watered land. Another a aspect of, um, uh, it talks about when it says, 
the love of money is the root of all evil will have you doing all sorts of wicked and silly things is uh, when we talk about uh, James and John, they were in the church, but they were coveting after being seated at the right hand or the left hand of the Father, of, of Jesus when he came into his kingdom. And, and they said, he, Jesus asked, are you able to drink of the cup and be baptized with what I got to be baptized? Do you know what they said? We are able. Mm -hmm. And he said, all right. Then you're going to indeed drink of the cup that I'm drinking from. And be baptized with the baptism I'm going to be baptized with. And if you look at the fate of John, he was boiled in oil and left to die upon the Isle of Patmos. James was killed by the edge of the sword. See? Coveting after something. Like Mama used to say, being big-eyed. Wanting something that you uh, uh, perceive is going to build you up or make you, you know. One thing about, I found out that the Lord is into giving, not into taking things for himself. He told one man, a man's life consists not in the things to which he can comprise or possess. And 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 what would it... it what would you gain if you what what is the term apostle? What is it for a man to gain the whole world? And students own what will it profit? What, yeah. What will it profit you to gain? And godliness, some people think that godliness is gain. Yeah. And uh I'm gonna go over here to Jeremiah, Joshua. <clears throat> Joshua, and we're gonna start at Six and I'm, this will be my last, and I'm gonna shut down. Uh, <clears throat> Joshua six and sixteen. We still talking about your money perish with you. This is Joshua when he was at Jericho. Do you know that? The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and everything that's in it. The silver and gold belongs to God. Mm -hmm. and, and, and men uh, will covet after it in an evil way. And the enemy will oblige you if that's what you want. He told Jesus, listen, I give you all the kingdoms of this world and the glory of it. It's mine to give do you really think that Satan going to just toss it over to you and you don't have to pay a price for it? Do you really think there's no consequences after all of that? I know a whole lot of people that messed around and took money from the ungodly and they sorry they did to this day. Oh, oh, well, well I got all of this, but you're going to have to bow down and worship. Do you understand in order yeah. to get that? You're going to have to worship. And if you put your hands on that which is really not, should not be, or that's going to take wings, honey, the enemy can sack you and say that you done did some of everything, and you may not have done it. 
But how can you dispute it? They got you. They got you. And who going to believe you if you setting a poor example? Oh, well, I didn't, they said I did that, but I didn't do it. You was there with them. You was, you was imitating them. You was walking like them. You was on their territory. You was taking their money. Uh -huh. You done made an image of yourself like, like God told you not to do. You doing all of this worldly stuff. And then when the world say, listen, we, uh, we ain't none of you. And they start lying and making up all kinds of stuff on you. How will you deny it? Well, we saw you over there with them folk in that place dancing and drinking. We saw you on the floor dancing. And you wasn't dancing to the, the Holy Spirit dance either. You was dancing to them devils. So how do we know that you haven't had relations with them? You don't went that far. You're spending your money on them. You're giving your money to the devil. That represents covenant, honey. Do you know when we pay tithe, that represents covenant, an agreement? And you giving your money to the devil? That's agreement, honey. See, we, we see with the eyes of flesh. We're not seeing with the eyes of the spirit. Amen? Joshua 6.16. Joshua said to, unto the people, and the city shall be accursed. This is talking about Jericho. Amen. That means that it's a doomed object. Things which should have been utterly destroyed or dedicated. They were supposed to go into Jericho and take the dedicated things, the things that the silver, the gold, the pleasant thing, put it into God's treasury. Not put it into their tent dug in a hole under their tent for themselves. It could be a it could be a blessing when it's unto God, but when it's in your pocket, it becomes a curse. Amen. Even it and all that are therein in Jericho is supposed to be dedicated to the Lord. And you in 18, and you in any wise keep yourselves from the accursed thing, lest you make yourselves accursed when you take of the accursed thing and make the camp, that's your family now, of Israel accursed and trouble it. All of the silver and gold and the brass, the vessels of uh, uh, iron and all of that would have to be consecrated. Why? Why did it have to be consecrated unto the Lord? It's very simple. We've been talking about it all morning. Because there are a bunch of devils attached to that stuff. The demons of that land. Those people that were in that land. The trends. The spirits are all over there. So you got to get that and let the fire of God come on that stuff. It's got to be purified by the Lord. It's got to be consecrated. See, a lot of the stuff we bring in our house, we ain't put it before the Lord or ask God should we have it or anything. And we bring them demons right into our house. And then when our kids start acting up, we say, well, well what happened? I take them to church. 
I take them to church. You the priest in your home. You're supposed to be keeping, preventing various demons from coming in your house. And if they are, you need to know how to deal with your kids and talk to them and, and pray over them and cast out devils and explain to them what that is going on with, with the things that they are uh, playing with, the toys they're playing with. Not keeping them ignorant and the kids just, they believe that it's the right thing to do and it's the lifestyle to live and the next thing you know, they all messed up. How? We got to be the priest in our house. If you're not going to teach the God thing, the things of God in your house, what are you there for? Just to let anything come through your gates and you just sit there and watch it, just tear down your family, tear down your husband. Next thing you know, your husband got eyes going everywhere. And it's probably something you done brought in that house that's talking to him. That when he get at get at, get at work, he sees some little pretty thing over there, and then the enemy start talking to him and start saying, "Oh, she gonna treat you nice. Your wife don't dress like that. Your wife done put on a couple pounds. Look at that belly. Thirty eight, twenty, thirty eight. He talking to your husband now, but you ain't telling him nothing about the word of God. Over in Proverbs, where it said. Let her breast satisfy you at all times. Drink waters out of your own cistern and let them not be spread abroad. He ain't reading none of that. He hearing everything the devil's saying. This is what I'm saying. Being a priest in your home and in your children and not allowing these spirits to overtake them and to influence them. Let's keep reading, I think, here. You, lest you make yourselves accursed. In other words, you will be uh, into a thing of doom or you'll be uh, detestable. This word accursed, it, 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 it relates to excrement, dung, something that is a whore, abhorred, you know, that, that you, it, it's filth. That's on these things. And they bring in spirits that are filthy, unclean, foul. That you can't see in the natural realm. They're in the spirit realm. And they're doing all kind of damage to your, 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 you and your family in a realm you can't even see. That's why God said, don't take these things. Because he knows what's in the spirit realm. He's trying to tell you. Not to get involved with it so that you won't become a victim. Amen. I think my time is about up. But I wanted to. Uh, I got some more. We'll pick it up on the, on the next broadcast. Thy money perish with thee. And, and, and as you know what happened to Achan. Not only did Achan die. His whole family was was killed. All of his possessions was put in a big hole and burned fire. They had to burn that stuff. They couldn't uh, just just uh, take them things with them. They had all kind of uh, uh, defiling things on them. Everything that you get, you're looking at it in the natural. You can't see what's on here in 
the supernatural. But that supernatural realm is a realm that is just as real as the natural realm. And you got to know what's in the natural and what's in the spirit. What's in the visible and what's in the invisible. You got to know these things if you're going to be a child of the Most High God. Be strong in the Lord and in His power. To know the secret things of God. The hidden things. The things that are in the dark. The eyes of your understanding will be illuminated. That's what He gave you when you got the Holy Spirit. You can't be walking around with blindfolders on and 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 dumb and 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 and, and blind. Like he talked about those pastors, they blind. The blind leading the blind, they all gonna fall into the ditch. You gotta have your eyes open. You got to be have on the armor of light. You got to be a child of the day. And know what's coming and know what's going on in your realm. And know how to rebuke, to reprove, to bind, to loose, to cast down, cast out devils. Mm -hmm. And not only in your home, but in the realm that God has assigned you. In your government. In your neighborhood. At your church. At the center you go to, at the grocery store, be a royal priesthood, be a well-armed soldier. Amen. Wherever you go. Amen. Apostle, I don't want to take up all the time, but did you have anything oh, that you would like to share? You said something, and as you were talking, I heard the Lord refer to us as we present ourselves a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to him. There is also an opposite to that, and present ourselves to the world, yes. or to those unclean things, yes. and they become our God. Mm -hmm. They are leading us mm -hmm. away from uh, God. We're operating on their territory, and I look, a lot of God's people don't know that. Please tell us. One, because it's not being taught, mm -hmm. and they're seeing it demonstrated by their spiritual mother and father, their, mm -hmm. uh, uh, by their by the priests. Yeah. That, that are in the temples and, and mm -hmm. uh, among the congregations, and they're following that example. Uh, if if mom and dad does it, well, how can they tell me not to do it? You can't, mm -hmm. because this is the example that you're showing. Yes. Uh, the fellowship, what you're fellowshipping with, mm -hmm. what you're yoked with, or I love uh, uh, even as you went in the scripture, making covenant with. Mm -hmm. Now, when you come into agreement with something, whether it's good or evil, you have made a covenant. Yes. And then you start purchasing things. Yes. To honor it. Yes. You know, or to glorify it. Uh, mm -hmm. The more I sow into, uh, example, uh, Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I got to go get the, the hearts and the, mm -hmm. the, the decoration. And, mm -hmm. and same thing with any other holiday. Mm -hmm. Easter, ho Halloween, whatever those, the, uh, yeah. uh, the Christmas. Yeah. Know, I'm decorating and, 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 and sewing into that. Yes. And it becomes and it has my, mm -hmm. have more of my attention mm -hmm. than God does. Mm -hmm. I can't hear God because I'm too busy listening mm -hmm. to Jingle Bell. <laughs> 
you know, exactly. Or, or, or whatever, whatever the song is to get me in the mood, mm -hmm. you know, to celebrate or worship mm -hmm. those other That's gods. That's a form of worship. That's what it is. It's a worship. Yeah. A amen. You and brought uh, that out very plainly today. And they don't know it. Yeah. They no. don't know it. That's the, the, and I think in this season, I, in fact, I know in this season that God is saying to the church, he would not have us to be ignorant. Mm -hmm. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Yeah, we see what's happening in the church. What's happening in the world, all that's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. But godly people mm -hmm. are called into godliness or holiness. Holiness. Uh, there is a difference between yes. us and what we used to be. Mm -hmm. If you notice, mm -hmm. I didn't say and the world. Because mm -hmm. he called us out of darkness yes. into his marvelous, marvelous light. light. See? We've been purged, washed, cleansed through the word of God. Mm -hmm. That's what mm -hmm. Jesus said to his disciples. Now ye are cleansed through the, the word. word. Huh? Now, our example or our conduct should be that becometh the gospel. That's right. Or the word of God. Mm -hmm. not, not what we used to do. Mm. You know, somewhere along the line, that, that has become offensive mm -hmm. to the church to hear that. Yes. But it is tr truth. Mm -hmm. How am I following God and the world too? Mm. Can I split myself in half, be in mm. two places at one time? No, you can't. No. Jesus made it plain. You mm -hmm. can't serve two, two masters. Cannot do it. You can't. You cannot. Mm -hmm. You're going to love one or hate the other. Hate what the we're other. seeing, more hatred to the church, by the church, than our hatred for the things that God has called us away from. Yes. See? I can't bring the club into the church and call it God's house. Come I cannot. On, come on. As much as we're seeing this, uh -huh. that is... Ungodly. You, you, your point, and, and, it, and it relates to the church even more so now as we see the time drawing near. That I can't, I, I saw a video of an uh, uh, event recently, and it's very, becoming more popular and, and, and getting a lot of hits and all this. See, and I think people, too, look at that as publicity or take, uh, take advantage of that publicity or negative uh, attention that it's getting. But what I noticed wasn't just uh, the song and the behavior, but watch this. It was dark. It was very dark. It was darker in the church than it was in the club. That's what I noticed. Because mm. we're talking about everything else. Mm -hmm. Watch this. When the Bible says light and dark has nothing in common. Mm -hmm. So when I come in fellowship with darkness, I'm no longer light. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That's in the church. And that this ain't. We're not talking about going to the club mm -hmm. where darkness is. Yes, yes. But bringing the club into the house, house. of God. Yes. And calling it the house mm -hmm. of God, and it's dark. Absolutely. That's something I think. I think the church really needs to think mm -hmm. about. And it's not about uh, uh, exposing anybody or mm -hmm. bashing anybody mm -hmm. or anything. It's the truth. Yes. And the world is saying, "Wait a minute, how is that the church?" And we do that. Uh huh. Yeah, we we do that. That's that's our music. That's what we, we do, right? Mm -hmm. That's our music you mm -hmm. play. Why the lights are down so low? Mm -hmm. If you're supposed to be the light of the world, yeah. Ooh, yeah. So you're going. That's the crime that's being committed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The misrepresentation. Yes. The false appearance of Christ. Yes. Which that is not Him. Mm -hmm. He is light. Amen. And if we are light, we can't have fellowship. With Amen. And God. God sending us in to various places so we can be, be the light. light. Uh huh. Let our light so shine yeah, see before now, men. Elder, and it's scary that not only are we not being light or mm -hmm. going out and being light, mm 
but we're inviting darkness into mm -hmm. the house of God. Mm -hmm. We're inviting that. Yes. And, you know, got our, uh, and puffed up about it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And got the, got, got the darkness speaking to our flock. Yeah. yeah. And anointing our flock. I know the Lord told me, and, and just recently, the Lord really, there's no way, I don't care who it is, mm -hmm. Oprah, Bill Gates, uh, 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 Donald Trump, I don't care who it is. Mm -hmm. They can't come and anoint mm -hmm, me mm -hmm. or lay hands on me for mm -hmm. nothing. Mm -mm. No. What can they tell me? Yeah. What can they say to me that God said to them that I'm supposed to hear? Uh-huh. Come on now. Uh, I'm at his throne all the time. So mm -hmm. if I miss something at his throne, he's not going to send the world to come tell me <laughs> what he said. Now go <laughs> and anoint it. <laughs> That's foolishness. Unfortunately, people are buying it lock, stock, and barrel. These are the unlearned, the, the ignorant, mm -hmm. those who have been blinded, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. ill-trained, yes. not in their word. Mm -hmm. uh, they can't see. Yes. Uh, and so they're being led by blind men. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I was, uh, we had our, I go to the center over here, uh, too, and so, you know, every Christmas, every holiday they have, Thanksgiving dinner, we had a Christmas dinner party. And of course, <clears throat> we supposed to wear a little Christmassy stuff. And uh, then they have, they bring in the DJ, you know, and uh, they dance, you know, and everything like that. But the Lord is telling me, don't dance. See, I ain't gonna, he said, don't dance now. Uh, then one of the guys come, you wanna dance? No, I said, don't dance. Oh, and a, a lot of the saints out there dancing. Mm. I said, <clears throat> I don't dance. I dance in the church. I dance, that's where I dance under the Holy Spirit. And some of the saints that were that weren't out there dancing looked at me, you know, I'm just going to be bold about it. And um, so I went down and was going towards the restroom, and one of the, another supposedly saint grabbed me, Come on, let's dance. I said, no, I'm dancing. Oh, yeah. I said, no. Loud enough for everybody to hear it. I don't dance. And I went and got out of her way and went on in the bathroom. But I wanted people to see yeah. that I have to set an example for those of you. And we had one of the saints, an old saint, dressed down to the now. You saw she was going to church. Out on the floor, bumping, bumping. And, I, you know, because I'm telling you, the music, if you're not watching, the music is very enticing. It's very, and it reminds you of it because they played for the old days. The old days just, yeah. You hear old all these great. old songs and how you used to sway when you wasn't even in the church. And a lot of them get caught up in that. But what we have to do, we have to uh, uh, be separate. Mm -hmm. The Lord is telling us to be separate. To resist the devil. Uh -huh. To make a difference between light and darkness. Yeah. Because when the sinner man get in trouble, guess who he going to come to? He going to come to you. Because he feel like that you've been spending time with God. Yeah. You ain't been spending time with the world. Because the world don't can't get any answers from God. The world don't have That's the right. answers. No. The church say supposed to have yeah. the answer or direction on what to do next on how to deal with loss or, or, or loss of family members or, or when your husband or wife leave you or 
Uh, what it do when you when your child is murdered? Yeah. They ain't gonna go to the world for answers. They gonna come to you. What should I do? You know, I lost my job. What should I do? Should I steal? Should I sell drugs? I don't have a job. I don't have a way to feed my family. What should I do? You know, or I got a big uh 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 my 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 cousin died and left me all of this money. What should I do with it? Should I spend it on the world, or should I commit it unto the God, unto the Lord? You the one got the answers to eternal life, yeah. life more abundantly. That's who they gonna come to. Yeah. But if they you looking like the world, they ain't gonna know the. You know you doing the same thing the world doing. So I know you ain't got an answer from God. Yeah. That's an oxymoron, people. Right. Don't come here and say, oh well, ain't nothing wrong me getting out there. It's an oxymoron. It's contrast. Yeah. It's against. You got to make a separation between light and darkness. That's what God called you to do, whether you know it or not. You got to read Matthew uh, uh, 15. They talk about that uh, let our light so shine yeah. before men. Our light, the light of the world, yeah. shine before men that they may see. That's why not not the world. Right. The world does not have the answer. Yeah. If the world has more influence over the believer, mm. to your point, that is an oxymoron. What am I believing? Mm -hmm. The same thing that I was delivered from. Yeah. Uh, here, this is this defines this, and the, all the while we're talking, this is what I'm hearing. Galatians yeah. five, verse one. Mm. Real simple. This is a very simple, if, if you don't cleave on to anything or, or glean from anything today, I pray that you glean from this mm -hmm. verse here. Stand fast, therefore, yes. in the liberty wherewith Christ have made us free, free and be not entangled again, again with the, the yoke, yoke of bondage. bondage. And that comes through, entangled again means giving place to those old mm. enticing feelings. Yeah. Giving place to the old way yes. or the old man or the old memories. Amen. No uh, oldies but goodies. Right. Oh, that's my song. That mm -hmm. used to be my. Oh, girl, come on, let's swing. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Now, if I tell you that I'm not dancing, leave me alone. Mm -hmm. Please. Mm -hmm. If you want to go out there and dance and shake yourself, that's fine. For you. Mm -hmm. But for me, once I tell you that I'm not dancing, mm -hmm turn my hand loose. Yeah. You even read over in, um, what was it? Uh, uh, Three. Yellow. Gen Genesis, where Lot's daughters, those men literally took them by the hand mm -hmm. uh, because they were dragging their feet. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they, in fact, it, it literally says they, that they were lingering. Mm -hmm. uh, they didn't move quick enough. Yeah. Uh, and so we can be caught up by just lingering around the place. Yes. Where God have called you out. Yes, of. yes. Uh, he told them to leave Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh -huh. They're lingering, dragging their feet. Uh -huh. uh, oh my goodness. And you see how his wife, Lot's yeah. wife, got caught up? Yeah. They were all with Abraham following supposedly the God of Abraham. And then all of a sudden now they all 
she looking back all caught mm. up in Sodom and the yeah. gods of that of that nation and yeah. those five cities. Yeah, so much to the point where Jesus brought that up again. Mm. And remember Lot's in the book of Luke. Yeah. And remember Lot's, Lot's wife? wife? Uh, that's a warning. Mm -hmm. uh, now is not time to look back. Mm -mm. We got to get out of here. Yes. <laughs> Destruction is coming. Uh, no. Ooh, that's a message in and of itself, Elder. Amen. That's what the Lord is saying to us. It is coming. Uh, destruction is coming. Judgment is coming. And watch this. You, we talked about it before the broadcast. And it's going to begin with the, the house, house of God. The house. He cleaning uh -huh. the house now. Mm -hmm. He cleaning it. Yep. Mm. And, and, and we ain't seen nothing yet. We're going to no. see some more stuff. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Amen. I just was talking with someone the other day. You, we ain't seen nothing yet. Mm -mm. This is bad. It's going to get worse. Mm -hmm. And what's happening, too, there are so people, people that are so callous and nonchalant. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, yeah. all I got to do is repent. Yeah. All I got to do is this. All I got to do is that. Oh, I got, wait, wait, wait. So what What respect, what, what example am I showing to those that's following behind me? Preach, that's good. There's no reference in that. No. I can do wrong and just say I'm sorry afterwards. I would be repenting at the now, I got, end That's of making it. reservations for evil. And here's the trap. That's a trap. That if I get caught in my evil or my sins, that's why we're supposed to warn, like Ezekiel said, that God told Ezekiel. If, they, if you don't warn them and they die in their sins, even the righteous man, if he die in his sins, None of his righteousness shall be remembered. Literally, because you died in your sin. Mm -hmm. Folks ain't teaching this, Elder. Mm -hmm. That's one of my... When the Lord showed me that years ago, I understood it right off the bat. Mm -hmm. That if you die... In, I don't care how righteous you've been. Mm -hmm. If you die in your sins... Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. None of that righteousness means anything mm -hmm. because you die in the state of sin. Mm -hmm. Oh, my mm -hmm. goodness. Mm -hmm. We're going to be looking at this stuff in this season, Pastor. Uh, uh, and, you know, they say they say it so flippantly. Yeah. Oh, I can just repent. Mm -hmm. But it says you got to be of a contrite heart. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. God you can't be sorry. arrogant about it. God you can't sorry. treat God like he's, you know, uh, yeah. second choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, or that you don't really matter. You know, well, you know, we married, so all I gotta do is just go and buy us some flowers, and uh, we it'll be good. You know, we be cool until I do it again, and again, and again. And See again. that to me, that ain't true repentance. That's not repentance. It's not true. It's repentance. been taught that, but uh, it's not true. Mm -hmm. Repentance means to turn away from, yes. or change of heart, yes. change of mind, a sense of change of direction. I'm yes. not going down the same road that got me mm -hmm. caught up mm -hmm. in that. Uh -huh. see. It's contrition. See, yeah. see, we got too much pride here. Uh, it's, it's a state of contrition where you, it, it, it's bothering you to the point where, where you're willing to, to uh, humble yourself before men. And I'm uh, sorry I did that. Yeah. I wish, no, we, got, we still got our nose up in there yeah. and, and saying, well, oh, God can forgive us. No, he's looking for a... a contrite, a humble, yeah. a meek, and a contrite heart. Yeah. He said he wouldn't despise. 
past. That's right. And here we are. Well, you know, all I got to do is repent. That is not a contrite heart. No, in the book of James, in fact, God said God will reject that kind of heart. Yes. Because it's pride. Mm -hmm. He rejects the pride, but gives yeah. more grace to the humble. If you are truly repentant, yeah. I don't have to advertise my mm -hmm, sin. Mm -hmm. That's, in fact, you, it ain't hiding it. Once I've confessed it yes. and humbled myself and turned from it, yes. now I'm on the path of recovery. Yes. I'm on the path and, and demonstrating humility. Yes, yes. You know, and not making a whole lot of excuses about it. Yes. Or trying to justify what I did. Mm -hmm. You know, or what I didn't do. Mm -hmm. If I disobey God, I need to fess up. Yes. I, I don't need nobody to expose mm -hmm, me. Mm -hmm. He said, confess your faults one to another. Yes. Uh, don't, I don't need to go and do an interview about what I did wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> All you're doing is bringing more reproach to the church. Yeah. Right? More, the more we talk about it, the more publicity I get. Yeah. Uh, and those who have been deceived by you and your actions, they're going to continue to follow that same pattern. And you're going to produce more and more just like that. Like Jesus said, you, you're making them more worse of a devil than you are. Mm -hmm. That's what Jesus said uh, to the Pharisees. Hypocrites, he called them. Pretenders, that's all that means. Mm -hmm. A hypocrite is a pretender. Mm -hmm. You know, there are people in the church that don't know what a hypocrite is for real, for real. Mm -hmm. They just think it's a word. No, yeah. it's a, it is a theatrical term, yes. which means pretender or yeah. actor. Imposter. Imposter. They're pretending. They're acting. Yeah. Oh, praise God. Well, Ooh. it's a sad day when we don't really, we, we use that these are precious things to the Lord. Yeah. That's repentance and loving the Lord and being sincere about yeah. uh, what he's called us to do in That's our good. walk in life and we just be so flippant with it yeah. you know as if you know I got a safety valve yeah. you know yeah. and, and you don't know how hurt you've hurt your father your sisters and brothers and, and then you know we crying and mourning and here you is oh well you know <laughs> I guess God is going to bring all things to judgment. It, Everything yeah. is going to be brought into judgment. Yeah. And we really need to, as you were saying, the, because the judgment is going to begin at the house of the Lord, we really need to uh, humble ourselves. Uh, you remember how David, when Nathan came to him and said, Thou art the man? Yeah. He went down in sackcloth and yeah, he yeah. said, have mercy upon me, yeah. oh God. Mm -hmm. You know, he said, against thee, against thee only have yeah. I sinned. Yeah. And he was contrite. He begged him, don't take your Holy Spirit yeah, yeah, yeah. from me. That's it. You know, this that's is beautiful a, right there. That's what I'm uh -huh. talking about. Mm -hmm. Repentance. Yeah. Having that sense of fear that, that I could lose the Spirit of God. Huh? Mm-hmm. If I fellowship with other spirits, God's spirit is not going to fellowship mm -mm, with that. Mm -mm, he's not. Mm -mm. He, they're not going to. He's not going to do it. It wouldn't be God if He did. You don't know. Yes, I do. The Word says that. Mm -hmm. The Word of God. We need to take mm -hmm. that at face value mm -hmm. instead of what we're seeing demonstrated because we're acting it out. Yeah. And people are seeing this. Mm -hmm. You know. Well, you can't, you can't put, that's a man, you, you know how much, how many mm -hmm. souls he don't want to, 
Like, watch this. If you die in the sin, I don't care who it is. Yes. It ain't got to be T.D. Jakes. It ain't got to be Cleflo. It ain't got to be George. Whoever it is, if yes. it's me. Mm -hmm. If I, for whatever foolish reason, decide to go and sin and take, don't take heed to the warnings of God mm -hmm. and die in my sins, mm -hmm. none of what I've done, all the works in Africa, all the stuff that even this radio broke, none of that is going to be remembered. Huh? Just like he's forgiven me and won't remember my sins, my righteousness won't be remembered if I die mm -hmm. in my sins. We, we, don't, we, we, won't, we don't want to talk about that anymore. Mm -hmm. That has to be expressed. Mm -hmm. That has to be explained. There are consequences. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Sin is death. And, and, and we, we don't walk in the fear of the Lord. Yeah. I look at the way David repented. And, mm. and he even said, Lord, rebuke me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do what you yeah. got to do. I want to be corrected. Yeah. If I'm in error, please correct yes. me. Huh? He said, I'm not trying to get out from under mm -hmm. your punishment. Do what you got to do. There's some things the Lord is telling me to put away, and I'm putting it away. Mm -hmm. That ain't sin, mm -hmm. but the weight. Yes. He said, lay aside the weight. Yes. yes. And the sin. Yes. The, the habits, those little things that they, they, may not, they may not be sin, but it's a distraction. It's got your attention. Mm -hmm. uh, you're giving place to it. Yes. Uh, and eventually, if you do it enough, it'll draw you away from me. Exactly. King Solomon, mm -hmm. wisest man in the world. Everything God told him not to do, and he did. He ended up doing the thing that God warned him about. Mm -hmm. uh, serving mm -hmm. other gods, mm -hmm. idols. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, praise God. I'm going to close now, but I just want us to, this is a time, uh, like I said, a lot of people are shutting away, yeah. getting close to the Lord. You know, trying to shut out things and, and, and bring him closer. Yeah. This is a time of the year where a lot of people are going into this secret place. Yeah. And we really need to go in. And That's sometimes good. we need to go sit down somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Go sit down. Yeah. Shut up. Don't do nothing. Yeah. Just get close to the Lord and, and, and humble yourself, you know. And, and, and you know you're wrong. You don't have to. A lot yeah. of times, you already know you're wrong. Don't yeah. be trying to defend yourself. You know you're wrong. Yeah. No matter what, you're wrong in one area or another. And then to humble yourself, ask the Lord to clean you. Forgive yeah. me. Yeah. I'm wrong. I don't want to be this way. Yeah. yeah. I want to get out of this. I, yeah. I, I, I want to walk in a different light. Yeah. I see the mess and the damage that I've done. Yeah. That's good, Elder. I, if I'm bringing this into into my life of God and my life of Christ and it's, and it's sending a bad message not just to the church but to the world woe unto me mm -hmm. if I don't humble myself yeah, that's right. woe unto me if I don't mm -hmm. I, can, I don't need to be going around parade I mm -hmm. love what you just said sit down mm -hmm. shut up shut up don't say another word mm -hmm. until you come out from the presence of God mm -hmm. Uh, because I'm not, if man will forgive you one minute and mm -hmm. then throw you under the bus the next. That's it. But when God forgives you, 
Mm -hmm. He don't just forgive you. He makes you whole again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's as if you were never, you ain't got to worry about the residue mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, or the backlash that comes mm -hmm. from it because God has forgiven you. Mm -hmm. Whatever man's saying, that's another story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But while I'm presenting myself to man in the world, you know, because I want to still shine, mm -hmm. not in the light of God, mm -hmm. but shine in my, yeah. my own authority, my own, you know, prestige, my own popularity or whatever it is. Uh, sit down. Throw that stuff out the window. Humble yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Take the attention and the focus off of off you. Off of you. Uh, mm -hmm. Man and woman of God. That's what we're supposed We represent Christ. We're ambassadors. Mm -hmm. And how you represent Christ is how people are going to mm -hmm. perceive Christ. Period. Mm -hmm. And that is a false. It has yes. a form. The Bible is clear when it said form of God. Mm-hmm. From such, turn, turn away. away. They're setting a poor example. Yeah. Because a real man of God, a one person, I'm telling you, I'll put it like that, a man that really loved God, they concerned about with God. Amen. How it's That's affecting it. God. Oh, my goodness. How you going through, how you doing, Lord, nah. how you feeling, how did I, I hurt you. I'm yeah. sorry. It's supposed to be I'm directing my prayer unto you, Yeah, Lord. yeah. That's the that's the um, that's the area that I'm in right now. Not so much that I've done anything wrong, but Lord, what have I missed? Mm -hmm. What 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 more can I do yeah. to please you? Yeah. Uh, give me let me so I can be a better example. Yes. Uh, I don't want my candle to be blown out. Yes, right. Uh, that's right. I want to stay where you placed me. That's Thank a good point. He'll move that candlestick. Yeah, you know that, well, don't you? Sure. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> you move that candle. Exactly. Amen. Well, we just thank God uh, for the broadcast today, and uh, we trust in that this is the period of time where we're gonna get strengthened and empowered and enlightened in the realm that we've never known. That's good. That going into twenty twenty four, that we'll be. Uh, strong soldiers Glory. for the Lord yes. will accomplish even though no matter what it looked like but that that God has purposed and planned that we will accomplish mm. that amen because God has his own timeline his own purpose on doing everything and though it may not look right in your eyes it might be just right on God's timeline and that's where we need to be amen so we just want to thank you for tuning in we want you to know that uh, tomorrow we're going to be having open line. Yes. Open line tomorrow. We want you to uh, contemplate and prepare, you know, to call in and to um, let us hear from you. you. Maybe you want to share something about the new year or something you've been going through. Let us know. We'd be happy to dialogue with you, pray for you, and... Uh, just be your brother and sister in the Lord or whatever, or lead you to Christ if you mm -hmm. have never accepted him as your Lord. Amen. This the way. This is the way to be uh, now more than ever, to be a child of the Most High God. You don't want to find yourself in any other family <laughs> but the family of the Lord. Yes. So God bless you. We love you. We're praying for you. And remember what Jesus said on that day, Feast of Tabernacles, he said, If any man thirst, 
let him come to me and drink. He that believeth in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. This spake he of the Holy Spirit. God bless you. You have an outstanding morning. Amen.